Man, you know what I was thinking about yesterday was what the fuck's the difference between a motel and a hotel? Like where did the A motel is small and shitty. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't understand the purpose of people staying in a motel though. No. Me me either. I've never have you ever stayed in a motel? Um Yes, I have. Are you rolling? Yeah, we're we're oh, alive okay. right now. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, I've stayed in a motel, but also not the ones where like you would probably see people soliciting sex outside of more. So it was family oriented, but it was when I was younger too, but I always was just thrown off by motels. I know it's typically for people staying in a less time and hotels. I think you can book longer stays and shit, but how the fuck are they still alive? I feel like I think that motels are just, uh, smaller and shittier than hotels. And they're more down for you to do whatever you want in the room than a hotel would be. Are you like smoking and fucking? Basically, yeah. Any anything illegal, <laughs> you know. And I think that that's the difference between the two. That's the exact difference. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do more illegal things in the room, probably go to a motel. Yeah, I feel like there's always one creepy person. You know, stereotypical movies that you see, just like the guy who's at the front desk person, the clerk. And it's always a very strange individual. Yeah. In movies, kind of. Yeah. It's never a, a, a normal situation in a movie if a motel is involved. Yeah. And if it's a horror movie and people are screaming in the room, you know, yeah. getting murdered, he just has like his headphones in or vice mm-hmm. versa, the girl in the movie. Yeah. Every, if I think of a motel, I think of hookers. I mean, I do as well. Maybe I'm like false with that, but. I wonder if I that's a fit. You went to a psychiatrist and, you know, they give you word association games. Yeah. So if they, they say panda mo- yeah. and you said something, you know, something random, they say motels, hookers. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck is this guy doing in his spare time? <laughs> yeah, but I was just thinking about that yesterday because I was driving past a few shitty motels. And in my mind, I know I'm never staying there, mm-hmm. but maybe someone passing through. I don't know. Even if I was passing through, yeah. I wouldn't want to stay there. There's so def- I didn't know how it was still a business. Like, how is it still making money? Right. Especially now. Right. Because no one's really staying in. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's definitely cheaper. I've never gone through the process of like staying in a motel, but I can't imagine it's more than like fifty dollars a night. Right. It's kind of like a almost. I never really know, but a hostel. What's that? Oh, a hostel is when um you could, so, you have a room, but someone random could be staying in your room, and you have like a roommate. Really. Essentially, yeah. It's definitely a European thing. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, I've never heard someone stay in a hostel in the U.S. There's you know? a hostel in Boston that um, really Fisher. So Fisher had their dorms at Fisher College, and then there's a hostel on. It's like, I think it's in Chinatown, or it's right near Chinatown. Um, I forget the street, but uh, it's it's a hostel. So if you stay there, so there's dorms there for Fisher, and then if you're just like staying in Boston, you happen to stay here you know um you could have some roommates hopefully they're not weird i mean that would that would ruin a trip Mm -hmm. if you were going to like europe or something for the first time and you were staying in a hostel and you had a weird roommate that would like i said probably ruin it (laughs) for me at least yeah that's what introduced me to it though is fisher had dorms there and i've I've went over there because i knew people in those dorms and then i found out that that place was a hostel and i didn't know what a hostel was at that time yeah, no, I mean, just imagine having a roommate. <laughs> He's just shitting with the door open, like, brushing his teeth. Like, no no big deal, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you yeah, didn't know. It's scary. Dude, having a random roommate, you're rolling the dice for sure. Luckily, um, in the past, whenever I had to 
have a random roommate in any scenario. I got really lucky. Like the person was cool and we got along. But I know people that have had shit shows. At least you didn't know anyone about murdered from a crazy person. Right. Because you're essentially rolling the if you really you're rolling, Yeah, you're very much rolling. If you the break dice. it down to the core to mm-hmm. its core, yes. you're risking getting yes. murdered if you yes. don't know this person. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, that is what people should think of when they before they go to a hostel. It's like, all right, this could be my life, I could be on the news and shit. You know what? Actually, this is a random thought, but I've made this association before. It's kind of weird, but still, if you think about it, it could easily happen, right? So, I never really I shot a gun a couple times, but I've always I want to go to the the gun range and you know shoot the pistols and the shotguns and all the different stuff. But I was always thinking, if you go to the gun range, it's live ammunition. So anyone right. that goes mm-hmm. can just turn and just shoot everyone. There. I know someone that died at a gun range. Really? Well, I don't know the person personally, but I know his brother. Really? Mm-hmm. Was it just like an accident? I or? have no idea. Right. But I'm pretty sure it, it, I'm almost positive it happened at a gun range. And I think that that was kind of like the, you know, that was the confusion about it. See, imagine uh, just smoking a shit ton of pot and then going to the gun range. Nah, see, that, <laughs> I'm scared of guns in general, so like... If I'm high around around guns, I don't mean I'm scared of guns. Do you think you'll own one when you're older? Probably not. I have a baseball bat in case anyone comes in. I'm very as long as whoever breaks into my house doesn't have a gun at the time, um, and I have a baseball bat, I'm very confident. Yeah, if someone doesn't have a gun and they just have another weapon, unless they're a trained mm-hmm. combat specialist, you're you're fine. Yeah. If you have a weapon as well. Yeah, I have a baseball bat down in my in my downstairs closet. And just and it's literally just for just in case, and that's basically my gun. <laughs> just in case an intruder yeah. pops in or something. Yeah, essentially. But I actually gave you the the baseball bat. Now that I think about it, so I have to replace it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's where I went and got it when I gave you the the bat I gave. You. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'll probably own a gun just to have. Yeah. You know, no, in the closet you. or I don't in a safe. People. Yeah, I don't blame people for doing it. Right. Maybe I'll own one one day. Never say never. I'm I, not against them. I think it's pretty easy to get one. Yeah. I don't really know yeah. the stipulations behind getting a gun, but I know in the South, only I only know this because I used to work with a guy who lived in Atlanta, and he was from Medford, and he just had like a baby and stuff, and coronavirus was going down. And you know that first week or two with coronavirus, everyone's freaking out buying toilet paper and shit. Yeah, um, people are also buying guns and ammunitions. I don't know why, but some people just wanted to do that. And he said he's never applied for a gun, never had a gun, anything like that. Went into the gun store and was in and out in 15 minutes with a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds easy. I um, mean, yeah, it's but it's still crazy if you think about it. You could be a psycho. Yeah, I have a buddy that um, I have a very good friend, Mike. Fo- shout out Mike Foley. He uh, he works at Savage Guns, like Savage is the company, and he does like distribution there or something. Oh really? Yeah, like and it's something involved with uh, wherever they have their guns in the in the country. Like he communicates that where the shipments and stuff, something along those lines. Sorry, Mike, if I butchered that. Shout out Mike Foley and Jacked Up Jerky. He has a really good uh, jerky company too. Oh really? Yeah, this beef jerk his uh, beef jerky is very good. I like big jerky. Yeah, I honestly his beef jerky is what made me realize that I like beef jerky. Because I didn't think I liked it before, but his is like way better than the stuff you get at the gas station. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird jacked up jerky. Shout out to shout out to that. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. It's kind of weird because you're literally eating you're eating meat still, 
mm-hmm. but it's just dehumidified and completely you know dehydrated and just all dry as fuck but it's still very tasty yes because you could use different rubs because i actually tried to make my own beef jerky a couple times because my friend's dad does it all you need is a f- food dehumidifier and you honestly buy like strip steaks like skinny steaks and that's like what you use and you can use different rubs on it to get different flavors it's kind of cool yeah definitely an art to it i love the i uh with beef jerky it's cool because it's basically like you're eating a really dry steak yeah that's what it is yeah it's essentially exactly what it is yeah cooking is just kind of fun in general if you know what you're doing i feel yeah, like i know what i'm doing when it comes to cooking do you uh i have enough to like dabble in the game you know i'm decent on the grill but I'm obviously could cook eggs and shit like omelets. I can do all that, but yeah. I'm not gonna be making any, you know, fine pasta with special sauce and my own meatballs and shit like that. I, I'm not, a, I'm not that good yet. You know, I want to be though. I want to be too. I want to eventually like learn what I'm doing at least with a grill or something. Like if I have like kids and stuff, be able to just not give them fucking cereal. <laughs> you know, cereal's really good too. Yeah, but I should probably be like you know. I don't know. Some stuff. Cooking on the grill is not that hard, though. Once you, nah, it's really cooking is easy from where everyone tells me. It's just I've never even tr- tried cooking for like, you know, a bunch of people. In general, yeah. I mean, I can make pasta. I can make toast. <laughs> I can make uh, <laughs> eggs. Right. You want an over easy egg? Got you. What was like the most difficult thing you ever attempted to make? I mean, dude. Those are the only two things I like legitimately have ever made: pasta and eggs. You've never tried to make like never. chicken palm or something. Never. never. Don't and, have the, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, in college I gave it a couple whirls, and this is actually funny. Shout out to my buddy Dan McGinnis, my roommate. We uh, we were trying to make chicken cutlet one night, and also pasta and sauce and all that stuff, and <laughs> we didn't know that if you're making chicken cutlet, you know you have to bread the chicken. Yeah. You're supposed to crack an egg. And have the egg yolk mix it up and like dip the chicken in the oh, yeah. egg yolk I batter. Mom, I see my mom do that. So that's yep. what creates the stickiness for the breadcrumbs. Oh. And me and him thought we just ran underwater and like fucking stuck the breadcrumbs on. Yeah. And we were grilling them up and we're looking at each other, we're saying, "Man, what the fuck? Like <laughs> these things aren't sticking." <laughs> and then we looked it up after and we we're like, "Yeah, we did this wrong. Yeah. We still ate it, but it wasn't that good." But that's what I'm saying. I've attempted to make things. Didn't come out as planned. And then you yeah. just Google a bunch of stuff and then try it again. Yeah. Honestly, my mom's a really good cook, too. I should have her, like, teach me. I think that's why I never learned how to cook because she was always really good at cooking and she can just make things quickly, you know? Yeah. My mom used to work in the restaurant business for a long time and she's just, a, she knows her shit very well. Yeah. With I, cooking, too, like, there's something about, um, I consider, I consider cooking, um, art and there's something about, making something that's going to be gone eventually that i'm just kind of like i don't want to do that <laughs> see like this painting right here if you're watching visually you see it too but audibly there's a painting right here um this is like forever oh in terms of it lasting and yes. stuff yeah a very but long like, time if i make something that looks really good and it's food related it's going to be gone or you know somehow some like eventually and there's just something about the i mean i don't know why I don't know why. I'll probably I should probably not think of it that way, but that that's kind of what makes me not want to cook too. Cuz if I'm making something, I want it to if I'm putting the time in like for an hour to make something, I want it to be at least like permanent. That's understandable. Is it? I mean, just because you've told me so many times that Oh, I have told you that? No, you've told me so many times that you're genuinely curious where your painting's going to be in, you know, 300 years. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I was saying too about this podcast. It's funny cuz you know, 
shout out episode nine right now, but also at the same time, mm-hmm. who knows where this is going to be. Right. It's a forever thing unless someone, you know, deletes it. Yeah. Same thing with your painting. Unless someone just fucking destroys it or burns it, right. it's going to be around. Right. Yeah. And even then, like 300 years from now, even if that was the case, like someone destroyed it, right? That's that's what happened to it 300 years from now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if it's not around, it, I just wonder when I'm gone, like where my paintings will be. No, it's an interesting because someone to think like about. Van Gogh, right? He wasn't um, a, a successful artist at all when he was alive, but then he died, and he's just little does he know. But he has like a you know a starry night. I know that painting's it, name. It's literally like the most famous painting, one of them. You know, yeah. And he had no idea that that was coming. Well, most artists get way more famous after they die. That well, that's more of an old school. Yeah, that's more of an old school thing. But um, with the internet now, it's different. What's this thing and I've seen? Have you heard of Banksy before? Oh, All right. So what? So so just to give the people listening. So I was watching this thing on, I think it was HBO or something. And it was a mini doc. It was like 30 minutes. And it's about this tagger graffiti artist named Banksy. And they don't know if it's like one person or multiple people or, a, a you know, a group or if it's a woman or a man. They don't know. And... Essentially, what it, they were showing was a bunch of different tags, and he would dress up as a cleaner sometimes yeah. to go in subway stations, and yeah. he would just be, you know, doing all these famous tags and stuff. And he's done some politically motivated ones, mm-hmm. and they're all over the world. Right, right. No, trust. I, Banksy's like my, one of my favorite artists, hands down. Um, so, is exit, it a guy? Exit through the gift shop. Is, is exit through the gift shop is a documentary about him and uh, this dude, Mister Brainwash. But uh, he also has another documentary called Saving Banksy that's really good. Um, he's a real interesting guy. Um, but so it is one guy confirmed. Well, it's 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 def there's definitely it's definitely a group of people in the sense of when he it's one guy who leads leads, and he has people helping him. Like he has a team of people helping him. Okay, that's what I, so that's yeah. what I was unfamiliar with. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming that because you know I've watched things where he's talking, but it's like his face is hidden and like his voice is like blah 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 blah. Right, you know, like, like the drugs inc. Right interviews that yes, they do. That's exactly what it is. Like yep, and um, and yeah, it's like X, X through the gift shop shows him in his studio and stuff. It's like a really good documentary, interesting, and um, but when he goes out and stuff. A lot of times he has like people helping. I mean, you have to when you're doing what he's doing. Yeah, like some forget an example. He's- he he brought art to graffiti. Like graffiti was always it, it was the idea of like if someone was a tagger. Um, the history of graffiti early is like you're going out and just um, it's not art. It's like vandalism. Yeah, it's vandalism, right? Yeah. And they don't, don't didn't consider themselves artists and stuff. But what Banksy did was he like he he does stencils. So a stencil is basically like. You, you tape something to the wall, essentially, right. and then you it's real quick. It's traced for you. And that's what he did that's, like, so genius is he figured out a way to make it just really quick, like, and on the go. Because there's a lot of graffiti tactics, like, whether it's a throw-up, which is, like, the bubble letters or a piece, which is even longer time. Um, it takes a while, you know? So he does the stencil. It's really quick. And um, he would just be real creative. But he, when I say he brought art, it's like he was real creative with it. Like he didn't just write his name Banksy. Like he, it would be, um, a, a rat on a unicycle. Yeah, or yeah, something I've like seen that. the rat yeah. one. Yeah, he's that's like his that's his uh, a signature. Does his, he does rats. he make his own stencils though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, sick. It is, and he he's yeah, like I said, he's real creative. So, 
Um, yeah, no, I knew that was. I knew you were gonna know more about it. That's why I brought mm-hmm. it up. Oh, I love Banksy. I've um, done a lot of learning about him. He's from uh, London. Yeah, he's from London. I did yeah. see that. Yep. He, uh, yeah, real interesting guy though. Should look into him. I know. I want to because I saw, like I said, he was dressed up, disguised right. as a cleaner, mm-hmm. wearing those hazmat suits, and he had almost like something where you would see weed killer being sprayed, and or sprayed. And he was just doing like the rat ones, a bunch mm. of different sick stencil work right. and stuff. Right. And those people on the trains, like, who the fuck is yeah, this guy? I saw that video too. <laughs> Did you see the? Uh, well, because what happens with him is he his art gets stolen because no one knows who he is and stuff. And um, if you cut out a Banksy from the wall, if you can do that, uh, you can sell that in auction for a lot of money. And people do that. Really? Yes. That's what saving Banksy's about. Because he doesn't see any of that money. That's insane. So he has pieces going for like one point one million, eight hundred thousand, this and that, and it's literally people cut it out of the wall, and it was a stencil that he did. I did not know that. Did you hear about the? Uh, he he had a had something up for auction, but he built a paper shredder in the um into the canvas, and then when it sold, it it went through the shredder. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, that's something you have to look into. That happened uh not long ago. Wait, so what did he do? That was like at the time that was like a real big thing. So he he put so he, there was a frame around his painting right. that he made and just in case it went up for auction it he put a paper shredder in there in the frame in the frame and somehow like by the push of a button it works and it goes through the shredder and out of the frame. No and way. Ruins, yeah, and ruins it cuz that's the thing is people steal his art. So he so he so he was there for the auction when it got sold in disguise and, and, I, and i think it was um can you look up how much it was that'll come up i think it was 1.4 million i'm gonna look it up banksy shredded painting but he mu- he must have been there or someone he he that works for him was there and when it sold um, 1.4 million yeah and when it sold it went through the shredder that's insane i did not know that and it's funny because he's a gangster dude he's fucking legit yeah, Jesus Christ. He's, he's groundbreaking, I guess you could say. Like, th- there's no one else like him. You have to. You it's ha- like some you, movies type shit, though. It is, yeah. right? Yeah, it's you like, got to learn about him. It's like the Mission Impossible type stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen this. I have seen this. It's going through the shredder, and people are freaking out in this room right I know. now. <laughs> I know. It's fucking awesome. That is unbelievable. Oh, with the, the red balloon was the one with, like, yes. the heart. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this Banksy guy fucks. Yes, he fucks, definitely. But all his pieces look very similar, so that's why I was like, is it a team of people? Because they have the same signature stuff. Well, they just use his stencils, who knows? Like, yeah, he just, you know, he makes stencils and stuff. It, stencils are really quick, that's the thing. You know, you can tape it up and just like, yeah, it comes out, it, it could be Mona Lisa with a fucking um, bazooka. He, that, that's one of them. Just type in his art and look at his art. Real quick. <laughs> yeah, that is funny, man. But I know you know a bunch about him. That's why I asked. But. Yeah, I don't know where to place him on my favorite artist list, but he's he's up there for sure. Fucking Banksy. <clears throat> but yeah. Oh yeah, the Mona Lisa with the bazooka is pretty sick. I'm pulling this. I wish I wish there was a way that I could show show the visual. video like Jamie yeah. does for Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, sooner or later. <laughs> but yeah, no. If you're listening to this audibly, definitely check out Banksy because. I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to art, but he's cool, like you just said. He's cool. Oh, man. Are you excited for uh, any sort of, you know, sporting events that could be on TV in, like, two weeks? Yeah. 
none in particular, but I'm excited for that to happen. I honestly don't remember the last time. I mean, if I looked at the calendar, I looked at the last NHL game being played. Yeah. Obviously, I could find it. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited because I forget what it's like to watch sports on television. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, it's just when you drink nowadays, there's nothing to watch. Yeah, that's the big thing, too. Yeah. You're chilling outside or chilling with your friends around the TV, and there's nothing to throw on. Yeah. I don't – it's it's very strange. Yeah, it is uh, – yeah, it's odd. It's kind of like – um. It's kind of like playing baseball and you have a lip in or something, you know? It's like just nice to have while you're playing baseball. But ha- having a television, you know, having a sporting event while you're drinking beer is like the same idea. I've seen this guy. He used to work out at Mike's Gym when it used to be over by uh, where Blank in Fitness Everett. is now. No, it's in Malden uh-huh. or Medford technically. Got it. Um, and he would he was pretty jacked, this dude. And he would come in with the fattest fucking lip in. And, and work just, out with a yes, dude. Be like dumbbell pressing, sweating profusely, like push up, super setting everything. Yeah. And he just has a hammer. And yeah. I'm like, that isn't that's impressive. Yeah. And when I dipped, because I dipped for a while. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do any like, I couldn't run with a lip in. I couldn't uh, not spit. Um, some people don't spit. Yeah, they gut it. Yeah, they. That's what they call it? Nate. Nate doesn't spit when he has lips in. And, Sometimes, um, yeah. Yeah, and he. he uh, when we went to the supermarket when we were in Maine that time. He had a lip in the whole time and uh, just didn't spit. And I, I asked him, like, you just don't spit? And he said, no, not at all. Like, sometimes I fall asleep with a lip in and then my lip's gone and I don't see it anywhere around me. And I like to think I took it out. But in retrospect, I ate it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. He said it happens to him, like, more often than not. Yeah, I've been with him. Like, he's... I've I've slept in like a hotel or whatever we've been at and like from vacation yeah and he's been full fucking lip front deck just falling asleep yeah which is funny but I yeah. could never no I would just I I would be too aware that there's a lip in my mouth I have to keep spitting some people don't need to spit if you're like a veteran with dip um you can just swallow that shit but I knew someone I had a coach that was 26 at the time I was probably like you know I was younger 20 and I know he was the pitching coach at Fisher, and he had holes in his chest from like dip. What do you mean holes in his chest? I just know that he gets he gets heartburn really easily, and he has to take medication for it. And he was only twenty six, and it was he, according to him, it was from dip. Damn! Just because the the spit's like it's like acid almost. Yeah, it's not it's not supposed to be consumed. Oh, dude! I remember the first time, and it's so funny too, especially for guys. I'm just gonna go on a limb here and say, a lot of us have you know, tried to pack a lip and had that first packing a lip story. We just got so sick. Mm-hmm. And I remember mine was on a bus going to an away game for Arlington Catholic when I went to AC and I was a freshman and obviously all the seniors like put a lip mm-hmm. in Murph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, give me a yeah. kayak grape. Yeah. And I remember just throwing kayak it in. Grape. That's yeah. bitch shit too. If you're throwing up off kayak grape, like that's fucking weenie <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, it's not a, even strong at all. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not impressed. No, but due to flavorful. the to the swallowing point though, I packed it, and I was just so inexperienced, like how to fucking manipulate the lip around your mouth, and I was trying to fucking move it with my tongue, and I swallowed half the lip. Oh, it was the most uh, just grotesque uh-huh, thing because it uh-huh, burns going uh-huh, down. It uh-huh, still burns in uh-huh, your stomach, uh-huh. and I just remember puking up out the window. Yeah, it wasn't cool. Yeah. 
kayak grapes like basically like if you're going to the bar and you get a fruity ass drink with a fucking umbrella it? in it yeah it's that if throwing up off kayak grape that's the same thing <laughs> fuck <laughs> thank god it's it all good, good now. Man, it happens i uh um yeah you know what it's all about when it comes to dip is pinching it really fucking hard out of the tin that way it's just all compact together and it's not gonna like spread out yeah so that's what was happening it was spreading out my mouth I remember it like it was Nasty. yesterday, but now like if I throw a lip in once in an absolute blue moon, I don't think I have in five years maybe. Yeah, I went a year. I went like over a year, and then um, when we were golfing, full circle with Nate again. Actually, he had um, grizzly pouches, and I put a pouch in, and it just stung. And I like missed dip, but at the same time, I just realized after the long break I took that it's just really, really bad for you when I eventually did it. I actually had a, a snooze. Oh, snooze. Yeah. I remember that. It was two nights ago. I was at my friend's house, and he just brought it out, and I was like, oh, I'll try one. Because mm-hmm. that one, you really don't need to uh, yeah. spit at all. Yeah. You can just swallow it. Yep. I had um, in-house suspension when I was like a junior in high school, and I did a whole I did a whole tin of snooze um, that day while I had in-house. Jesus. Yeah. A whole tin? Yeah fucking psycho <laughs> well i just you know it's also the the thrill of like i'm dipping right now in school and uh, oh you know you're uh, chasing that high yeah it also tasted really good but it gets you know the thing is with snooze is it gets tobacco-y um like in a gross way if you have it in for too long yeah i, I had it in my mouth just putting in like upper deck and i was drinking booze like while i had it in oh my god dude i'm honestly about to get a tin of snooze i forgot all about it until i just said it yeah it's way less harsh on the the gums too i think and it's just it's tinier you just, too you just put that in my brain so it's a oh, fuck. Thanks, thanks for that advice that i'm gonna about, <laughs> about to have i think i'm gonna go to the dispensary after this honestly nice nice they're open till six right i think uh, the one in the Lynn? lynn's open till eight. Oh, okay sundays i didn't know i love the dispensary i just don't love how the prices are like really high yeah but you know what weed's legal and i'm not hey i'm not gonna complain yeah about it could that. be way worse no, it's, 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 could be way Getting worse. locked up in like a texas prison for having a dime bag on you yeah, I mean, I yeah. Oh my God, man. I, there's, you know, down in Texas and stuff. It's they don't fuck around with weed. They'll chop your dick off. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, they'll chop your dick off and do other things to you behind closed doors with no cameras around. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not okay. You know yeah. how many have you looked up or ever heard on you know documentaries or anything that you watch? How many people are in prison or incarcerated because of weed? No. It's so many. Yeah, man. I uh, I know someone that was down in Texas playing at a base playing baseball at a school. He got caught with half of a blunt, spent the night in jail, and got kicked out of school. Really? Half of a blunt. That's insane, dude. Half a blunt? Yes. <sighs> like what? But see, but that's what I'm saying. What the fuck's the point of that? You know? It says 2.3 million Americans are behind bars. The largest prison population on the face of the planet for uh, for pot. That's so many. It's too many. Yeah, that's a lot. What's? Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's also crazy because the taxes go. We definitely pay for inmates' fucking food, like you and me. I think honestly, I'm pretty sure that's the biggest problem when it comes to like the the government catching you sell weed and stuff. I'm pretty sure that the the big issue also i don't know what i'm talking about just if you're listening but i'm just saying i'm pretty sure the biggest issue about it is you're not paying taxes when you're in prison no if so if you sell weed or you sell coke right um and you make a lot of money from it and stuff you're not 
paying oh, taxes right. on that money. It's the black market. Ass- yeah, I kind of assumed that other than it being illegal and not allowed, I figured that that would be a big thing that they're like dicking people for. You know? Yeah, almost like tax evasion kind of. Right, because they don't fuck around when it comes to taxes, dude. No. Remember At Leo all. Messi, the soccer player? He was in big trouble, maybe going to prison because... All those superstars who play soccer in Europe, dude, they just like don't pay taxes a lot of times, and he just didn't pay taxes for a long time. Did you know in uh, London or somewhere over there, uh, they like sixty percent of their income yearly goes to taxes. Sixty. Sixty percent. I heard Mike Tyson say that, so I'm just gonna take his word for it. But like, well, if any, yeah, if anyone knows about just having a lot of money and then not having a lot, is Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's rich again now, though. I think sixty percent. That's a lot. That's a lot of money at the end of the year that's bullshit though right why like if i'm working can you look that up just so i know yeah if, if i'm working and you're telling me that the government's gonna take more than half of what it's like why am i even working for yeah, yeah right <laughs> that's just gonna make me want to do illegal things right yeah you do something illegal on the side to make up for what you just lost how much does is, is it england you said yeah london uk something yeah, it's tough to find out the exact percentage or whatever, but you're saying like if you get a paycheck, 60% is taken out. Yeah, I, um, Mike Tyson was interviewing uh, Tyson Fury. I'm pretty sure that who's, that's who the interview was, and they, he's from somewhere over there, and they, that's the, they brought that up. It says, well, this is from November 13, 2019. It said, at 34.4% of the national income, the tax take is at its highest sustained level since 1940s. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I'm just repeating what I heard from Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's a semi-reliable source. Not super reliable. He has a huge tattoo on his face. <laughs> yeah, I love Mike Tyson, man. He kind of fascinates me. Oh, dude. I, I, He's awesome. He got hypnotized as a child to be. He's so He's so interesting. I love him. Honestly, he's like a role model of mine. You think? Just the spe- just his spirit, you know. Just like you know, he uh, he's changed so much. Right. He was a psycho. Right. Well, like, I, actually, a bad person back in the day. Uh, yeah, I just I mean the the him that I've seen because we were like young as shit when he was. 20 oh, I don't remember. Fight. I don't remember. You don't remember, right? No. I don't remember it at all. And so what I've seen of him, he just seems like he's just so interesting. You because know, he was, he's just, he's just so interesting. You know, like for for example, he um got into his first fight when he was like you know a teenager. And it was because he had pigeons. He, he, in his words, he said, I bought some pigeons with some spare money I had. And I was walking down the street and an older kid came up to me and said, hey, like, basically, give me your, give me your pigeon. And he was like, no. And then he took his pigeon and broke its neck. Not The, the it's, guy did? The guy took it from Mike Tyson when Mike Tyson was like a young teenager right. and broke its neck. And Mike Tyson fucked him up. Really? That was his first fight. Just protecting that little baby neck. Yeah, he was collecting. He collects pigeons, though. That's fucking. It's just so interesting. You yeah, know? that's very I, weird. I just I find him interesting. I I I, uh, I really like him. Man, as a fighter, even looking at his highlights, I would be legitimately scared going Dude, in the ring. If you watch, if you watch Mike Tyson knockouts, it's just it's insane. Why would you ever get in the ring with that's him? That's what I'm saying. It's He looked like an actual scary individual. Yes. Um, that's gonna be terrifying, man. Just like if you're a professional fighter of any sort, just. Getting in the ring in general, it's like this person and, and me are like the same weight-ish, like the same height-ish. Your anxiety is at an all-time high. It's like high. this person could knock me out. I could get knocked out in this fight. Yeah. He was the first, he was really kind of the first fighter where there would be a heavyweight boat and, you know, it's nationally televised. So much money goes into it, advertising dollars, and people go for obviously Mike Tyson's fights. 
and he would end the fight in, in like a minute. I know. And they were t- they were honestly telling him to like make them last longer a bit because he would knock guys out by punching them in the body. He would body shot someone in like the kidney and the fucking just they would go down. He was a freak, and no one ever so. saw that. Like yeah. he was like, why did he just get knocked down? He just hit him with a body punch because yeah. it was so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, if you, like, watching highlights of his, it's just, it's legitimately scary. Like, I couldn't even imagine being in his way when he has boxing gloves on. I was surprised when he lost. He yeah. said he was just doing a bunch of coke and party and yeah. really not training that hard. He was, he was like, really fast on top of being really strong, though. Mm-hmm. So those punches he's throwing that are, that not only, like, are they ferocious, but they're very quick. He almost has, like, a... A run like a brick shit house running back in the NFL build, and he's just a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know. You want to know what's interesting about him though, and, and he, I've heard him say this, which is why I, I'm saying it is he. You know, he was from Brownsville, New York, right? Yeah. He was like, you know, doing a lot of s- stealing and stuff. He has some. He started doing drugs really early. Like he was arrested so many times by the age of twelve. I forget the amount, but it's like a preposterous amount. And this, the trainer that he had for his a lot of his career, especially in the beginning. Um, he's the one that introduced him to boxing, told him he was going to be the greatest ever and stuff. And he just took this man, just took young Mike Tyson under his wing and that ended up happening. But without that guy in Mike Tyson's life, Mike Tyson isn't what he, you know, the, the boxing legend that he is. And I wonder how many people are out there that they have a thing that they just don't know. And the right person didn't come along to show them that thing. And they could be something crazy in, in that whatever that topic is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like someone could be wicked talented singer dancer and not even really like know because they didn't have, have anyone no, to yes. put him in that direction. That, oh, I, it happens all the time. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yep. Or we pro- there's probably so many cool people that could have been that just never were, and we won't know obviously because of course. Honestly, I'm I'm you know, I just um. I can think of certain people growing up where it's like in whether it's in like a certain sport or just um, whatever that it's like there was something there they if they kept you know what I'm trying to say yeah if they had some sort of direction yeah or just people that are even like good at singing or something and just don't write songs I'm just mind blown by that right you know you saying I should write a song <laughs> well I, I meant the statement. It wasn't a subliminal towards you, but yeah, dude, if you can sing. I, I think it's crazy that you don't write songs. Um, I think because if I if I could sing, I would make fire music. I wish I knew how to play the guitar, bro. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe like if you learned at three, you could be a fucking crazy guitarist and have no idea. And this is just you not ever playing the guitar, right? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that's the case, but I'm just saying like hypothetically. <laughs> you want to have something wicked funny? So my buddy showed me this video of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Obviously, you know that band, right? Um, they were, it was in some uh, concert in like 1969, like 70s, something along those lines. And it always amazed me. This is like a side note where rock stars get so fucked up on drugs, whether it's like heroin, coke, anything, pills. And they go on stage and they can still rip the instrument. Right. And I have no problems doing it because it's almost second nature for them. Yeah. But the Red Hot Chili Peppers, bro, they were so strung out on drugs and they get on stage and they just get naked. So the, the bass player is like jamming out with like his fucking wiener just flailing around. Mm-hmm. It's just wicked strung out naked. I'm like, that is insane. Yeah. And the crowd was just going insane wild. If you look up that video, you'll uh, you'll get a good chuckle it's as I did. socks over their wieners, right? 
I, I think he's just completely naked, oh, bro. Oh, he's just out and flat. That's what around. I'm saying. It's flailing around. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Might have been a sock, though. I don't know. Um, Van Halen. You remember Van you know, you know Yeah, Van I know Van him. Van? I listened to the lead singer of that on Joe Rogan. Because I, th- I think you suggested it to me. Did you not suggest it to me? Might I might have. Maybe it might not have been you. Did you Did you watch that? I watched that it one, It might yeah. have been you, yeah. And he was talking about how he was like a mistake. Like, you know, his parents didn't try to have him. And it's just the thought of like, what if he was, what if he wasn't, what if they had sex and like one of those little guys didn't fucking get loose into, <laughs> into her, swim up into wherever it's supposed to swim and create him? What if it was just like a regular, uh, you know, they just hooked up and like, no baby came. No forth. baby came. No Van Halen. No, no Van Halen. Right, right. And it's, but little do they know is if they had a kid, right, at that time of having sex, it would be like this huge superstar. No one knows. Right. It's insane to think of that. I just wonder how many are out there, just where it's like this person could have been this, but little do they know is they're really good at this, but they just never tried it. Or probably like a million. Yeah, at least there could have been another. You know. Patrick Mahomes or yeah it could even honestly be something like making tennis rackets I don't know <laughs> just anything yeah making a tennis racket company just like maybe fucking I don't fucking know but it could literally be anything have you ever watched like your home your own home videos of you know your parents with the big camcorders back in the day and you have I, videos of like I little Adam a long time now me either but it's kind of funny when you look at yourself from so long ago because yeah. now it's not a big deal because we did so much cameras everywhere cameras on iphones you got your instagram videos babies have instagram accounts that their parents make for them it's like your whole childhood is documented on fucking online so yeah. you have access to it but kind of i feel like it kind of started to change when we were babies where they had like camcorders and they yeah. could record they were the big Slow cameras build. right yeah. so you still have the vhs tapes so there is still some documentation if your parents took some of those videos mm-hmm. and stuff and took pictures but it's always funny in my mind when i go back and look at some of the old videos of me or, or like cousins or something it's kind of trippy honestly it is trippy i uh um i saw a video of me not that long ago it was a video within a video because someone was watching the video and like thought it was hilarious and they showed me and it was like me in fourth grade and i'm Going, and I'm in the auditorium at school and I'm going to the microphone to introduce whatever the fuck we're doing next. I don't even know. I'm wearing an and one big ass hoodie <laughs> and uh, to paint a picture. And I remember the hoodie too. And um, it was just very weird to watch. Very weird to watch. But the, other than that, I mean, I, I I didn't have that much videos on me. I mean, when I'm a, when I'm a parent, that's going to be something I do is take pictures a lot and like video stuff. Of course. Yeah. It's your kid. Right. But it's just fun. Man, it's trippy. That's mm-hmm. like my thought. I mean, my description on it because you're watching a movie of you. I know. And especially when you're like very little, mm-hmm. like two or three, yeah. you're just doing real childlike things and you're just saying, wow, I'm, that's me. Right. That is me right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, try, I honestly want to take more pictures and do more filming in general just in my like life. Yeah, photography's fresh. Yeah, just, well, in general, too, like, you just can look back on it and be like, oh, I was 20-something, you know, just, you have pictures to look back at when you're a certain age. Uh, something a lot of guys don't do, honestly. It's more, way more right. of a girl thing. Right. They'll go on vacation and the whole fucking thing will be documented. Their whole meals will be taking pictures of, I had this yeah. for breakfast on the second day we were in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat food. I didn't take any pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think to take pictures with, like, when I'm hanging out with friends either because I'm. it's just like I'm... I just don't think of it, but I wish like someone would like just be like, "Hey, let's take a picture." 
Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's way more of a girl thing to do. And if you're a guy and you say, boys, let's take a pick. Yeah. It's almost like, you. all right, like, I guess we can, yeah. but no, it's like, just it's, one I, pick, I, I okay? Get, I get excited because it's like, all right, cool. I didn't have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to bring it up. Yeah, right, right. But I just, um, yeah, I'm going to document a lot more things with art stuff too because like, um, I want to look back on situations where I was like 24, 25, 26. Yeah. No, it's a good thing. When Like the last time I went away technically i don't really couldn't even really tell you when it was but i took a couple pictures and I, you know when you get like the snap memories or, or something yeah it says three years ago you were here on yes. this date yeah. and you yeah, look yeah. and you're just like holy shit that was three years ago mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of cool i could do that yes you know yes. what you could do on your phone too that i didn't know so you could go to photos and you could type say if you have like 800 photos you don't have to scroll through them you could just search a keyword like hockey rink and all my photos where I'm in a hockey rink oh, yeah, just no, pop it's, up. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't even want to get, yeah. Fuck that. Like, what the hell? I know. Like, you could go on your photos and type in painting, and it's going to be all, like, your different painting I photos. I go type in James. James. Yeah. And it would, every, any picture with you, if they're, if they're in there. I mean, it saves some time. Jesus. What kind of voodoo magic is that? I know. I know. It's fucked up. That's, that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean. What were we talking about before that? I had some. Oh, we, um. Just think, we're gonna be like forty-five one day, and like listening to this right now, we're twenty-six. Yeah, probably either just laughing really hard or cringing. Right. But we're doing something that right. we're listening but it, to. It will be interesting regardless. Oh, exactly. Like, and that, yeah, yeah. Just it's cool. I know it is. Yeah. I'll have a. Uh, even if I somehow don't have this computer, I'm gonna have to transfer it on uh, something else. But yeah, this computer is fresh. The yeah. Max. That's why, I like. Um, with Instagram and stuff, it's like you don't need. If you, even if you get a new phone, you don't lose stuff. You can't lose pictures and stuff. It's like you're. It's all on your Instagram. Oh, like it's in your iCloud. Yeah, and if you have a bunch of photos, definitely back that shit up to your iCloud because I was the king of losing phones for a long time. They're just leaving them in my pants, going through the wash, just being really f- very careless with it. And I've had to start over contacts twice and pictures too. So like I've I've had some crazy uh, pictures that yeah. I've lost. I have contacts in my phone. I don't even remember meeting the person. Oh, same. And like, like a lot of them. And that I probably had my the same contacts for, I don't know how many years, but in between five and ten. If I went through my phone and actually sorted through all my contacts and combed through each one and deleted people I don't know, I guarantee, or not don't know, but just really don't need their contact. I could probably delete a hundred. Yeah, easily. I wonder how many contacts I have. I think it tells you. Does it? I think so. If you go to a little telephone. And go to contacts, and then scroll to the very bottom. I have 317. There's no way I need 317 numbers. Oh, if you go all the way to the bottom. Yeah, if you scroll to the bottom, like. I have 346. <laughs> yeah, we. Could, I realistically probably talk to like fucking 50 people consistently mm-hmm. at the most. Oh, dude, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Not even, even 50, probably. Yeah, not even. That's what I'm saying. There's like 50 that you don't you don't even have to talk to them consistently, but it's also just like you want to have their number just in handy. Right. I probably need about a maybe 50 to 100. Right. 100 at most. Yeah. Not 317. I've I just looked at a a name that popped up. It was like a high school, you know, someone I'll never talk to. <laughs> Put it that way. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You want to wrap this motherfucker up? Hell yeah, bro. Like I said, episode nine. Thanks for listening. Murph seventeen. The Insta. Hit me up. DM, at, don't DM me though. But if you want to, you can. <laughs> Adam, what's yours? At Adam underscore Lucy. AdamLucy dot com. L U C E Y. Um, is how you spell Lucy. Um, 
inquiries at adamlucy.com if you like any paintings. Yeah, and also, I actually did get a couple DMs about the podcast. People reaching out saying that they listen to it at work, and it makes them laugh. So, cool. fuck yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Whoever said that to you, thank you. Thanks. If they hear this, I, I'm telling them I appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah, me too. Well, thanks, everyone. Have a good uh, whatever you fucking doing today. Peace out. Peace out.